Hey there, Pure Report listeners, Rob Ludeman here, and in this upcoming episode, you're going to hear from our solution architect, George Garcia, all about the issues that database administrators have and different ways that Pure solves the typical challenges DBAs have, be it complexity, be it downtime, copy clone and refresh of databases. We cover it all. We talk about why those are problems for DBAs, what the impact is to the business, and go into some specific ways that Pure Storage can solve those challenges with our arrays and with our Purity software. So stay tuned. A really great discussion with George. He's got tons of good information from his 27 plus years at Oracle as a solutions architect. Um, before we get into the episode, though, make sure that you come see us at VMworld. VMworld is October 25th to 29th in San Francisco, and Pure will have a presence there. And our experts, including uh, Cody Hosterman, who, who many VMware experts uh, love talking as, as a representation of uh, what Pure does and what Pure does really well with VMware and things with VVols and more integration than you can possibly imagine. So make plans to come see us there. And we are continuing to move forward with sessions and the session builder for Pure Accelerate is going to be open very soon. So check that out. Go to purestorage.com slash accelerate for more information information. We'd love to come have you see us in Austin in September for uh, a bigger and even more broad conference with tons of content, 130 sessions, industry experts, analysts, external speakers, really exciting stuff, and uh, even George Garcia, who you're going to hear from right now. So enjoy this edition of The Pure Report. Greetings and welcome to The Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman, and it is time to bring the orange once again. And today's guest is a returning guest, Mr. George Garcia, our Oracle Solution Architect, my partner in crime. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Rob. Great to have you back. We actually talked, um, geez, a, a few months ago and talked about, uh, geez, it was kind of a, a, a crazy title, right? Transparent storage for application owners, which was kind of fun. So blatant plug to go check that one out because George and I had a great spirited discussion around all the great things that Pure does for applications. But today we're going to we're gonna hone in on another role and what Pure can do for those database administrators, something near and dear to your heart as a, what, solution architect at Oracle for 27 years, almost forever? Yeah, almost forever, yeah. <laughs> I've been there, done that. Been there, done that, exactly. Well, let's start first. You've been at Pure now six months. You joined us in January on our applications team. And uh, I always love having guests, you know, give their impressions, particularly if they're somewhat new. We've gotten some feedback from listeners that they like hearing, you know, what are your impressions? We had you on last time. You said some things about, you know, it's not marketing. What we say is actually true when you actually rolled your sleeves up and played around with the arrays. Same thing? Same. Actually, even better, yeah. I, I would say, is that I think we had the first one, I believe, one month after I, I joined uh, Pure, right? And, and from my perspective, again, as we discussed then, reading the material, reading the manuals, you kind of start to believe, okay, there's something special here, right? And now after six months, not only those, that opinion has been confirmed and established, but it's actually gotten, gotten a bigger, 
how can I say, a bigger perspective coming from our users. Mm. And I think that's going to be something that I will certainly want to discuss today. Is basically, is basically what the users are telling us about how we are helping them. And and I, I hope this doesn't sound too Martin because this is I see this is as a reality. Yeah. Uh, and these six months actually shown and confirmed that what we discussed was actually not just smoke and mirrors, it's actually reality. Yeah, there's some consistent themes that come through when we get feedbacks, you know, we get reports on when when arrays are adopted or deals are closed, things like that. And, you know, we won't talk about specific customers, but there's really some common themes that validate the, you know, the hallmark of the company being around simplicity and that we really do help reduce cost and um, make everything much more efficient and allow companies to go focus on, you know, more strategic types of activities, right? Exactly. And I and I think the key is is about transforming the business. Yeah. And it's not just buzzwords. I do believe with pure solutions, we can actually help the DBAs to change the way they operate. Remember that, like, I think we made that joke, but we usually say that when you, when you want to punish a DBA, you make them do backups and clones right, right. and all that stuff. Actually, now it's probably quite the opposite. If you want to make somebody's life easier, you send the DBA to actually do a clone using Pure, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a very different approach from the traditional storage-based approach that we used to see in our customers. Yeah, so uh, you know, your background was primarily as an enterprise architect working at Oracle, which means you you, you probably spent a lot of time with a lot of database administrators. Oh, I did I on did. the solutions, right? The, the the database being one of the one of the you know the, the primary products or offerings or solutions from Oracle. But in your opinion, right? Database administrators tend, you know, we think they just deal with you know databases, schemas, and in, indexes, and, <laughs> and, and optimization, and tabling, and things like that. But why, in your opinion, should database administrators care about data management? What impact does it have on their on their jobs? It's actually a good question. Uh, out of those 27 years at Oracle, I spent 19 years in Oracle consulting, architecting and tuning Oracle database-based environments. And I know where I was spending most of my time. And most of my time was being spent by uh, tuning I.O. It was all about tuning I.O. Yeah. because of the service times, right? And, uh, and the interesting part that I see now with Pure Solutions is that we truly make storage, I wouldn't say 100% transparent, but it's actually very close to being transparent. I actually believe that almost all the work that I did before tuning an Oracle database is not necessary anymore, which is good, which may, means that now we can focus on other activities. And, and uh, quite honestly, I wish I had these capabilities when I was doing this work, because I, I think we can help the DBAs just making their lives much, much easier. Yeah, and we can talk generically. I mean, we, you know, you cover, we cover Oracle, but we can talk generically about SQL Server and and SAP HANA. And I think anything that we're going to talk about here is going to be related to that, or even some of the other databases that might still be out there. We still see some exactly. DB two and some other things. Um, but databases don't—they're not free. And they're not necessarily easy, right? There's a, there's a lot that comes with DBAs, and you and I sometimes chat. Sometimes that, that we feel the database administrators sometimes overwhelmed with what could be best termed as mundane tasks, exactly. right? And when if only we could do something to eliminate some of those mundane tasks to to allow them to focus elsewhere. Exactly, and and again, the mundane. Those kind of activities are just activities that really add little value to one's career as a DBA and to the business itself, right? And things like cloning, things like backing up, things like tuning, 
right? Those things are really, they are what I call reactive things. They, they are things that you have to do, but really you shouldn't be doing necessarily, right? And, and the good thing is that we can help those, uh, those yeah. folks. We can help them by, with our rapid restore and rapid backup solutions, we can make life much easier backing up. We have different levels near, near line and long-term archiving that approaches that we can take with our customers. We have the, no tuning at all on our arrays. I mean, and uh, it's actually, if you use pure, uh, pure, it's a good time to be a DBA. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Because, you know, all those things just go away. What about, so you hear from Oracle and, and some of the other, uh, you know, the database um, software vendors about sort of autonomous things. I think it's yeah. more Oracle's branding, but let's just couch it in terms of automation, right? There's more automation coming to the database. Does that solve these problems or does that just shift the burden elsewhere? No, it's, it solves some of the problems, like yeah. the patching, right. patching things like that and, and identification, identification of missing patches and some auto-tuning that currently you can actually do the auto-tuning, but it basically what it does, it collects all these statistics about what goes on in the database and makes decisions and automatically can correct and, and auto-tune itself. However, uh, things like the basic activities that consume a lot of time from DBAs will still consume a lot of time. The, 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 the backups, the cloning, for yeah. example. Uh, autonomous databases not address backups or cloning at all, okay. right? It's more on patching. It's more on the patching. Self-tuning. Exactly. Self-tuning, self-patching. That's that's the, the kind of thing. And do, do keep in mind that autonomous is based on exadata, so many things that autonomous is bringing is actually not uh, new, right? Yeah. Rolling updates. I mean, exadata does rolling updates, uh, so it's, it's basically uh, the next iteration of automation that Orca has built. And not misunderstand, it's a good thing, right? Right. Right. But it still does not address, quite honestly, the things that the DBAs do not want to do, like the those backups, the right. clonings, all that stuff. Well, let's dig into those. Let's roll up our sleeves and and talk about those in general. The first one I want to talk about, we hear a lot, is around. Um, and closely related, complexity and downtime. Maybe we'll take those in, in mm -hmm. two things. What, what's the complexity that DBAs have in daily operations, particularly maybe around uh, tuning, right? I think you, you, you can pull up guides around Oracle or SQL Server, and it'll tell you what what and how to tune. What does that look like? It's, it, that it's an arduous like, thing, right? That looks like me reading my old school books. Uh, if you look at your command or SQL Server or any of that stuff, we'll have sections about tuning I.O. And interesting, uh, when you read those sections, and by the way, I can speak to it because uh, I just went back and, and read those sections on the Oracle manual. Light reading for it was, you? Like, it was deja vu. It was like, right. and by the way, they mentioned spindles and disks and separate workloads between different disks. It's all about service time, sick times. It is true, except that with pure, Nothing, or at least, I wouldn't say nothing, but 90% of that is not valid anymore. It's really unnecessary. Uh, if you remember, on the good old days, we had the spindles, the disks, and you had those hot table space, hot files that right, had lots right. of I.O. had to be spread between as many disks as possible, and had to be on the, on the outer, inner, depends on where you see it, the tracks of the sectors of the disk, you know. All that just goes away. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. The, the complexity of designing an IOPS system to support a high-performance database, it just, with pure storage, just pretty much goes away. And that just equates to time, right? I mean, it's that's a waste just of time. time. And constantly. It, yeah. And then the problem is an interesting thing that you keep saying, and, and I, I dealt with, with that so for so many years. 
workloads change right. over time in the same day, in the same months, between quarters, at the end, workloads keep changing. Your IO tuning is based upon certain workloads, but they keep changing. They keep increasing. They keep changing in nature. That means that it was a never-ending story. With pure storage, with the automated tuning and the artificial intelligence-driven software that we have in pure storage, all that is taken care of for you. The array is able to support different workloads and changes and fluctuations in workload without you having to redesign your IO subsystem. It's... Powerful. It's intelligent. And this, I guess, closely relates to another challenge, right? Is, you know, DBAs get phone calls when things slow down, right? There's somebody running an ERP or, or yeah, a supply chain call. or an app, and, <laughs> and all of a sudden, the, you know, the app is, is bogging down, and where do you go first? Immediately the database. You go right to the database. And, and they go, never call you to say, oh, he's well, right? No, they never do, right? They're never, they're never your whole angels and demons thing. <laughs> they're right? just yeah. the demos. They always, always call you yeah. when there's a problem. And like you said, you, the problem could be on the network, the problem could be in the application, but they call the database administrators. It's always, and quite honestly, for many years, I supported and worked on or related to DBA, operational DBAs, DBAs that support environments, their lives are hell. Well, you know, it's about exposure, right? Your thing about DBAs is, you know, what, what, what they're concerned about is exposure. And I think it's, it's really interesting. We, you know, I brought in for, for this some of the, you know, the reports that our, that our sales teams um, sent us and see if I can actually um, find this. But there's, there's one quote in this one right here where we actually w went in and, and talked about the benefits of Pure to a DBA team at a, at a financial institution. And right here is quoted, you know, increased levels of performance, including faster response times for applications and users. Exactly the type of thing that, um, that, that we're talking about. Yeah. And I bet you... I bet any money you wanted that they hadn't to do any tuning for that. Yeah. You would just kind of turn on, configure the volumes, the storage volumes, create ASM disks or whatever they did it with them and, you know, with them and start running and that's it. Let's talk about another one. This one's kind of near and dear to heart because it's something that every database administrator and every environment has to do to support application development, right? Mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the, the, what do they call it? DevOps or just, you know, straight up development, there's, you know, copies of production data that are required by application developers to make bug fixes, to add in improvements, but it all really hinges on the ability to get production data copies as, as quickly as possible exactly. and as frequently as needed to the application developers. Why is that, why is that a difficult process? Well, it's a difficult process, first and foremost, because it takes time to copy the database. Let's look into, for example, an example on the eBusiness Suite. When you want to clone and you have production and you, you need to take the eBusiness Suite from production environment to and create an, a refresh, for example, a non-production environment, what has happened is there are many steps that are involved. But typically, uh, because of the size of the database, the database copy is the problem. It takes time to copy the database. It's something that typically can take hours, yeah. if not days, depending on the size of the database, right? And this happens not just for one environment. In any given week, many of these very active environments will, do, will have several of these refreshes that they need to perform. Guess what? If each one of them takes days, 
it's 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 a problem. is is an efficiency problem. is is a resource availability problem. Not to mention that in some cases it will impact environments or infrastructures just for to that copy. For example, if you copy directly from production, it's going to impact production. But then, if, in order to avoid that, you need either to do a form an arm and backup, or you need to establish a standby so that you do from standby, and everything gets more and more complex. That's what it sounds just, like. Right? Yeah, you keep adding on keep more adding and on. more. Exactly. And with a performance impact on production, always which you don't want, impact. because then you start getting phone calls from applications folks, exactly. as we talked about earlier. And then they say, where is my data, right? Because application guys, they, they have also work to do, e-business suite environments and applications in general. It's not just a, data copy, a database copy that's part of the process. They need to do their configuration. They need to do whatever they need to do on those environments once the database is copied, right? So they keep saying, hey, the, the DBAs, where is my database? Yeah. And the problem is that the DBAs have these, have these uh, problems resolve right have actually have had this problem to resolve which is how can I do this database copy in a, in a way that it simplifies my architecture so that I don't have to have create standby databases or I don't have to restore from our main backups and provide a fast value a fast service to my application users or DBAs to be more specific and as it happens we with pure we actually have the solution for that and the solution is all about purity uh, protect snapshots, mm -hmm. uh, both either on the same array or replicated to other arrays, right? Or even the cloud, in which you can do a do a you can refresh a database in a matter of seconds, irrespective of the size. And this is extremely powerful because now we move the database copy from being the longest pole in the tent, so to speak, right? The part that of the overall refresh, environmental refresh process that took the longest by far, now is actually the fastest. Yeah. Now the application configuration and everything is going to be what's going to take longer, not the database. But it's really, I mean, you mentioned earlier about it's really the, the transformation, right? This is something that when you look at the number of people that are involved, the amount of time it takes... If you carve off even 40% of that or up to 60% of that, you're talking about time given back, right, to, to, to people to focus on other things, as well as maybe, you know, fewer, you know, fewer resources needed, oh, yeah. you know, to do that. And you have happy developers, right? Exactly. I mean, that's, that's the other part. You have developers and not using stale data, right? No, that's, and, that's and, and part, think about right? simplicity. Yeah. All these, for, if you do these via pure uh, solutions, all this is done at your array level, the whole copy, which means no resources are consumed outside of the, the disk array. Yeah. And even the disk array, the way we do it is because it's all metadata, is actually extremely fast. And then that has a bearing, if you think, because that means that not just people are no longer stuck doing it, but resources like system resources, network, bandwidth, all that stuff, all that becomes irrelevant because it's just all that is handled at the storage layer. Yeah, and again, I'll go back to my, you know, the, 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 some of the quotes that we had on here because I love seeing the actual, you know, tangible feedback. It's not us saying it, it's, it's one of our users saying it, right? Here's, you know, a technical value field, Faster copy clone capabilities, reduced time and cost of, of database activities, including copy clone and refresh, allowing DBA and analysts to focus on innovation and improvements, right? Not mundane tasks, not 
operational things that Maybe take sitting. hours or days, right? <laughs> Maybe yeah. sitting a database copy. I mean, yeah. come on. What's yeah. the added value there, so to speak? I mean, that should be something that should be done transparently. Um, let's shift to data protection and business continuity and kind of tackle those in two areas. You always joke that if you want to punish a DBA, you make them go do, you know, backup and <laughs> backup and restores. You make them work on testing yep. and doing backups. But let's talk a little bit about what the complexity is around data protection strategies, business continuity strategies, right? I know there's, with, with some of them, there's an extra cost component to it. Exactly. And I know with some replication solutions that there is, you know, a complexity. There's a, there's a large manual. These are solutions that maybe are not as elegant. Well, I think the problem here is even bigger than, the, although related, is even bigger than the problem with refreshes and cloning. And because... For many re uh, reasons, over the years, uh, of course, data became more and more the crown jewels of any enterprise. As such, had to be protected, right? But because of the way it's being used, the way it's being architected, or the infrastructure elements that are being used to, that comprise the infrastructure ultimately, alternatives, workarounds had to be put together, put in place that ultimately increase the complexity and the costs of solutions in order to protect the data or just to make things uh, available, whatever they need to be available. So workarounds meaning customization. Custom things, uh, or, means, or what, what do you mean workarounds? Means remember what I was telling you for you to do a refresh of a database yeah. in time that does not impact production, you need to establish a database standby, okay. a data guard standby. Okay, so extra. So yeah. work that has nothing to do with what you're trying to actually accomplish, but has to be done because of limitations of the infrastructure, right? Uh, what we are saying with Pure is that you should rethink about how you protect your data because now the data protection does not necessarily have to impact your, your environments and does not necessarily have to be complex. It can be much streamlined yet still providing the same or greater capabilities than your current legacy okay. uh, solutions. Uh, for example, in this type, of, uh, a good example is the use of snapshots as a data protection. The question becomes, okay, snapshots is this a an Oracle backup? Not necessarily. Is a, is a snapshot is a copy of volumes, right, in the array. But if you think very carefully, snapshots, when you do snapshots as part of a data protection, you can actually restore a database to a point in time very, very quickly right. without having to get tapes or to, or to, do, uh, to use the RMAN recover and that takes a long time our man so so this is why here at pure we have this concept of the near line protection in which our protection that you do you protect the database but particularly allows you to recover very very quickly i mean in our case we could restore production to any given point in time in a matter of seconds yeah i mean there's value to that right and then, of course, you can complement that depending on the business requirements. You can take those backups and data protection to include other elements such, such as other physical arrays on the same data center, uh, other arrays on the R data centers, or even in the cloud, right? Yeah. And that's so uh, pure with these solutions actually gives options to enterprises to decide what's the best approach to actually protect the data now that the data again is the crown jewels for any business, right? Right, right. What about business continuity? HA, disaster recovery. DBAs are also tasked with oh, yeah, those. Exactly. I mean, are they the primary or are those things that are usually decided upon by like an like an architect role and then the DBAs both, do, both. The, do the okay so it's a teamwork effort it's a teamwork effort to kind of figure out the implementation and then exactly. uh, periodically I assume you have to test to and test make it. sure it works 
but what, what goes into to, to architecting that and then the, the ongoing maintenance? Typically what goes into architecting that is, is actually goes back to the complexity right. and goes back to the decision about what is the level of protection and at, at what layer you're trying to protect. For example, in Oracle databases, you have the options of using DataGuard for external for DRs, for example. Uh, but uh, DataGuard is just for the database and no environment is comprised of only the database. Yeah, right. So the question becomes, how am I going to protect the complete environment instead of just the data, right? On the particular Oracle database. Because again, do remember, for example, your business suite, the data, the business data can be in the, in, the, in the database and it is in the Oracle database, but there is also important data that's outside the database that's managed by the middle tier servers. And that data should be protected as part of protecting the overall environment. So uh, having this uh, idea of just protecting the database is kind of a kind of a simple oversimplifying the, right. the problem, right? Or limiting, right? But yeah. the, but yeah. the, but for the DBS, this is a big issue. Is the, the overall data protection, both from the overall. Um, DR and, and, and just standard uh, high availability, but it goes all the way to uh, being able to recover very quickly. Mm -hmm. And the DBAs play a major role here in terms of defining what the solution is. So talk a little bit about um, you know active cluster and how we how we play a role in that. And obviously there's some subtleties, right? You, you know there's there's Oracle technologies, there's other mm -hmm. databases that have their own technologies built in. But this is something that gives a customer an option, right, at the exactly. storage layer. To, to to provide this this HA capability array exactly. to array type of thing. I, I think we purely have to we are blessed thanks to our engineering mm -hmm. of having two approaches to protect data. One is is a natively or or a inherently asynchronous approach which is the, the the snapshots right and those snapshots with replication can be taken not just they are taken on the primary data uh, array where the, of course the data resides but then can be replicated either to the cloud or to other arrays right so that's one of the one of the approaches that we typically take with our customers and the caveat here is that of course this is asynchronous has the advantage of depending less on the network bandwidth but has the uh, as the disadvantage potential for some customers of you might be, you know, be able by losing some data because of the asynchronous nature of the replication. Active cluster, however, is a, is a, is the next step upwards towards no data loss from uh, from. Uh, snapshots. Although it's built using snapshots, it has some of the snapshot components, but the FD cluster allows you to cluster volumes between two physical arrays. And this is very important because it means that clustering in this context means, just like with the Oracle database, is that the FD cluster automatically will maintain consistency between the volumes in those two distinct physical arrays, which means an, a write on one array is only successful when he's also successful on the other array. And this is very important because, again, if you think very carefully, it provides no data loss matter of uh, availability mm -hmm. for Oracle database and non-Oracle database environments, quite honestly, for any environment, any content. Right, and this is very powerful. Yeah, and it's powerful to see live, right? I mean, this is one that one of our solution architects in 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 Asia, in Asia Pack, when I was out at a conference, he did a presentation at a show, and he actually demoed this live, you know, and and he's he's actually a solution architect at Pure because of using the technology when he was running a database team or an IT team at a really large financial institution, you know, in Singapore. And it was very powerful to see, you know, the, the active cluster setting up and the array on one side and then the, you know, the, the, the other side and then, you know, outage happens and everything, 
you know, continues running over there. And then gradually the other one starts, you know, picking, picking everything back up again with the, with the mediation. And the beauty of this is, is that's the part that I myself is one of those I can't believe until I see it. All these are configurations that you do at your red level. Yeah. You don't need to do complex scripts or any kind of complex configuration. You actually do these, you just say, I have these volumes, this set of volumes. I want to stretch these volumes, this protection group, which is a group of volumes, to this other uh, physical array. So I make these as part of, a, I build a cluster, which is a, what we call a stretched pod, right? Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. That's it. From yes. them on, because those volumes are truly clustered, are in an active active from the volume perspective. Right, right. They're an active active, and it's done. You don't need to do anything. And then DBAs sleep better at night. Sleep better as at we night. like to say. That's what right. we like to say. Right. Um, final one, because I know this is another one you're you're passionate about, and again, kind of falls to a database administrator is security, right? And this one this one gets not messy, but it's a little more complicated because there are uh, security functionalities and features provided at the database layer. Exactly. And there are things that we do and this whole concept of data in motion and data at rest. But from a DBA standpoint, what, what's the issue with security? Why, obviously, I mean, it's obvious why they care, right? You, you can't have your data get out, but what, what, is the, what of the burden falls to them, to that role? It does, because they are responsible for the safety and security mm -hmm. of the data, right? And before the DBAs used to be able, who used to be responsible for what I call the database service and protection of the data from corruption or loss, right? Uh, nowadays, because again, the data is the crown jewels of any business, DBAs have another responsibility, which is to make sure that the data not only is all that of what they used to do, but also secure. Uh, many cases, and I've, I didn't witness, but I've been involved with the customer, that happened in which a rogue DBA that left the company took with him an array of disks in which the, where the database was. And by the way, uh, at the time, they were not using any kind of encryption. So the DBA walks out with, with a bunch of data, right? And this means that for now, at this stage, the DBAs need to think about how they're going to protect the data and also how they are going to, and you're going to love this, they're going to make that they cannot be blamed for security breaches. You see, because the two aspects to this, one is to protect the data. Another is to be able to say, although I'm a privileged DBA user, I do not have access to the application yeah. data. Yeah. And these are important things. These are new responsibilities that the DBAs now have. Of course, working with the security partners sure, on the assessment, sure. that's not the point, right? Uh, that it needs to exist. So uh, Oracle has its own solutions. Right. Uh, typically, uh, they are licensable products. Yeah. They, uh, typically, the advanced security is the product that you use, uh, plus the... Um, TDE. Yeah, that will be under... Which is included in ASO. Included right. in ASO. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Data Vault. Data Vault. Data Vault. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. I was having a kind of a blank well, There's so many products Data to, try Vault to sift Vault through over to, there. For the, the separation of duties and the right. segregation of, of access, right? And But again, those things uh, cost those options, like the, just like the Oracle Advanced Compression to compress the data. Those options cost money. They are licensable options. And on top of that, they consume CPU resources. So not only you need to license them based on the CPU, but also you're going to make those CPUs busier, so potentially you have to license even more CPUs, right? right? What we say from our perspective is that we address uh, data reduction and we address data encryption at rest at the array level. 
and we do that as part of the licensing the purity software that comes with uh, with arrays with uh, pure storage arrays right and no performance impact no performance know, impact included right no the, the, the nothing happens at the database service CPU level no, yeah. the workload is all taken all the workload for that is taken care of at the at the storage level so my recommendation is certainly is Certainly, compression. Consider the ray compression, the data reduction at your ray. Mm -hmm. uh, first, is for free, is included, and second, because no consumption at the CPU database server CPU level, so that's a no-brainer. Uh, from the security data at rest perspective, uh, depending on the security, uh, on the security, on the scope of the security, uh, of course, because uh, Oracle Security Advanced Security operates at the database level, they encrypt at the database level. We encrypt at the storage level, which means, you know, depending what it is, uh, may not uh, may not align with the scope of protection from the customer. So, uh, I think it's something worth considering right. encrypting at. Uh, we, by the way. Just like the compression, our encryption is always on. You cannot disable it. So it's something that is built in with Array. And uh, so I would uh, tell our customers, consider your scope of protection and then see if you need the Oracle Advanced Security License or not, Because since we do uh, sorry, encrypt at the Array level. So. Okay. But that makes yeah. the, the live DBA gives options to right. the DBAs. Yeah, it's not to have those considerations. Exactly. Right? Sort, of, sort of different options to. Uh, and also to goes look back at. to something. Are you protecting the rest just for the database? Because the advanced security options just for the database. The question becomes if the scope of protection is literally data rest in the array. And you have more than just Oracle databases. You need to come up with solutions. And instead of making complicated solutions in which you encrypt the data in the database one way and encrypt the data outside the database in another way, you can say, I'll rely on the, on the, disk, on the disk array uh, encryption for all my files, right? Yeah. So comprehensive, very comprehensive. Well, I think we uh, I think we covered just about everything there. I guess the last one I'll I'll, I'll put in, uh, and we won't go into a lot of detail because there's another podcast you can go pull up that I did with Kevin Rickson. But probably the mo the number one most common theme that we see on feedback for, for from DBAs and from from database users that uh, invest in Pure is Evergreen. Right, is the ability to non-disruptively upgrade, upgrade the array over time, and that's always a very powerful one because uptime is is paramount, right? Oh, yeah. To having data services and and data available to users. Is is interesting because when you think about it, you can deploy Rack to protect your service. You mm -hmm. can do everything for high availability, but you are still exposed. Yeah. By the network, which is of course, and by the storage. Normally, it's actually storage will be the the. the Kind of the one of the risky areas. We are saying with with our evergreen and and really six nines of availability, measured availability, mm -hmm. both with pl including planned and unplanned downtime, is extremely powerful. Yeah, with flash array, right? With yeah. flash array is extremely powerful. It means that you can really, really take your storage for granted. That's really, right. It's going to be there. Yep. So if you are a database administrator or you work with a team of DBAs. Um, check out Pure. I think the easiest way to, uh, you know, to take action around this, if you want to actually, you know, experience some of the things that we've discussed here in this pod, uh, contact your your uh, your your account team and uh, do a POC, get an array, bring an array in, and, and test all these things out, and yeah, and seeing 
you know, seeing is believing. We, we, we are absolutely willing to let you do a test drive. And yeah. certainly if you're a DBA out there and you're plagued by some of these things that we're talking about, we'd love to make oh, it yeah. easier for yeah. you. That's, exactly. that's really the whole goal. Well, awesome stuff again, my friend. Always Thank love you. having you. Thank you. On here. And thanks everybody else for uh, listening, for subscribing, for your feedback, starting to get feedback. Um, there's a website, purestorage.com slash pure report. If you want to go check out all the episodes. And of course we keep feeding them through all the RSS feeds that you're listening on. So, uh, with that, I will go ahead and wrap for pure storage and George Garcia. This is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you. <laughs> <laughs>